Kuntus Havoida, second parak, Pejud Zain, Yushamayim, Kabbalah Salmachus Shamayim, Valkain, and therefore, therefore, all that we have been learning, unless a person is Mugadar, unless a person builds those walls around him, and lives inside the gather of Kabbalah Shamaim, he will find himself besieged by all kinds of Yehurim, Machshavah Saros, Machshavah Zaros, even when he doesn't want to have them, because he's open, because he's open to such attacks, and there, besides the natural, the natural taivas that come from the Chaimah, from the reality of man's physical existence that rise from the heart to the mind, even without being wanted or expected, or a person not seeing or looking or doing anything that's wrong. In addition to that, a person who lives without, who lives without Yiras Shemaim, without Yiras Salakim, and who Khalila looks at the wrong things or thinks about the wrong things intentionally, so that even when he doesn't want to, and even when he didn't look at something, even when he doesn't want to have thoughts that are, that are destructive, he's attacked by them at any at any time so there has to be a, a Kabbalah Salmach Shemai Valkein the Rebbe explains Yirizu the Bechlala who inyan Kabbalah Salmach Shemai he muhrachas lias bekal echad verechad therefore this basic Yira which is Kabbalah Salmach Shemai is absolutely essential for each and every person he muhrachas lias bekal echad and you cannot be without it. You can't go without it at all. Because if it's missing, when Kabbalah Samach Hashanah is missing, then the person is in that in that um, world that terrible world of Prikas Ol, of Parik Ol. As the Rebbe was talking about in the last section of the Maimon. Parik Ol, who personally cast aside the Ol, the yoke of Avedis Hashem. Even though he's an observant person. He keeps mitzvahs, he tries to stay away from Avedis. But without Yerash Shemaim, without Kabbalah's Amachus Shemaim, a person's a Parik Ol, because he makes himself open to any bad Machshavahs, and those Machshavahs, those thoughts that could lead to Chas Hashem. The things that are the things that are that, that are against against the Torah. As the Rabbi says, "Kibehed ezeh harayhu parek ol, vaharayhu alu l'chol minei rarach malislam." And once the person's a parek ol, again we're talking about an observant Jew. We're not talking about somebody who's not religious. But the person does not live with the kabbalas ol yashemayim. That person who who is parek ol, harayhu alu, he is liable to. And he's although he's very likely to end up doing kol minera, God forbid, Rahman Islam. Anything could happen to this guy. He could do any. He could do any of that. He could say, I don't, I don't know how this happened to me. Why did this happen to me? I didn't expect this to happen. I wasn't planning this. I don't really want this, and so on. But he's not like the first person 
the Bainani and the Tanya that the Rebbe is talking about, who is Mugdir and Yerasalakim, and just because of the Teva of the Guf, he sometimes has a, 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 a negative thought, but that the second he has it, he, he shoots it away, and he, and he blows it up and gets rid of it. This person is, is living, a, he's a religious person, he lives with, he lives with Teremesis, but he lives without those borders, and, and therefore, in a state of, in this state of not having a Kabbalah Samach Shemaim, he's all, he could, anything could happen to the guy. He could do, he's always, there's always, uh, there's no, there's no real, uh, there's no real clear, there's no real clear uh, boundaries in this person's life. Of course, over the course of one's life, as Rav Desla, Zechitzah explains, the Nekudas Abachira, the point of a person's free choice, uh, is set and it can, it, 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 can, it can fluctuate here and there, but a person is not afraid that he's going to, uh, a civilized person is not afraid that in a fit of anger he's going to kill somebody. There's certain things that are, are beneath a person's Nekudas Abachira that he's already accomplished, he's already achieved because of how he was raised or his own sense of what's decent and what's right not to kill, but it wouldn't stop him from screaming and, and killing a person with his words. It wouldn't, uh, uh, that wouldn't, that Nekudas Abachira wouldn't necessarily stop him from doing something that's horrible, or he wouldn't kill. Or you have a person that, 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 that wouldn't, uh, God forbid, commit adultery, but, uh, but he would, uh, but he, he, but he would slip into uh, looking at uh, terrible, inappropriate things, or even having inappropriate conversations or from something else. I mean, uh, each person with his own, each person with his own peckle, and each person with his own point of free choice. But when a person does not live in the in, with Kabbalah Salmachu Shemaim, when he's then he's a pirate all, and he's all, he's liable to to to, to any kol Again, kol depending upon how he was raised, kol doesn't mean that any two people are, are, are capable of doing the same uh, avayr. People are different by nature, and, and by and by the uh, upbringing, and by the and by the uh, effects of the environment that they that they're living in, and so on. But for who this person is, and where he is, and how he was raised, he's open territory. And therefore. Inyan kabolos al malchus shemaim v'yiras al kim harizemuchach lias v'kol echad v'echad mamish. The inyan of kabolos al malchus shemaim and yiras al kim must be by each and every person mamish. Muchach lias v'kol echad v'echad mamish. La yidezer husar mira, and that is the only way for a person to be sar mira. To stay away from evil, to be sarmira. The nichbalzeh, and included in this also, this will also affect the asaytayf. The nichbalzeh gam kein inyan vasaytayf. This will also, of course, have a, a huge impact upon his upon his ability to 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 be to be uh, um, to be the best he could possibly be in the world of Asetoyf, of positive mitzvahs. It's not just a question of staying away from Averis, but with Kabbalah's Amachus Shemaim, there's also Hainu Lasus Kalmas Nitztave. Kabbalah's Amachus Shemaim doesn't only mean to be a good boy or a good girl, to stay away from 
bad things, but Kavosom Achishmai means to do what the Rishon told me to do. Did I understand? I don't understand. It makes sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. I like it. I don't like it. It's, it's Kavosom Achishmai. A person who lives without you as Shemaim, so uh, just like he's open to doing, God forbid, any of era, so too every mitzvah, every mitzvah, you know, is a possibility of not being. You understand? The same way that any Aveira might be, any mitzvah might not be. That's how a person lives without your Asalukim. That's how a person lives without your Shemayim. Therefore, you'll find certain Yidin that, that uh, you, might not, they might, you, you might not see them as being the most moral, ethical uh, types, and, and, and they have a lot to improve in that area, but they'll still go to Minyan. And they'll still uh, and they'll still keep their seder and learning. And they'll do a lot of other positive things. And everybody, of course, is disturbed by what's you know. The, 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 there's a uh, there's some sort of a, a paradox in this person's life, and it's true, of course, there's a paradox. But many people have established from the time that they're young a certain kabbalas all on certain things, not a complete kabbalas all. It's a partial kabbalas all, and. And uh, there's somebody that there's somebody that, that uh, I know that he, he never misses a minion. The person is not from here. So a fellow that I know from the mountains, he never misses a minion. But he but he's all he's icing all kinds of terrible things that I'm stealing in Genevis and terrible things. And, uh, <laughs> and he and he's minded to it. He's minded to it. He's minded. He's been caught different times. He was in jail. <laughs> so, uh, but but he has such a but he has an Indian like this guy would never miss a minion. And in jail, he had a whole tumult also there with a minion. He just can't miss his minion because whatever it was somehow when he was 15, he was kabbal the Indian of Tfilibetzima. See, was kabbal is always a very powerful thing, <clears throat> but it's not a kabbal zamachal shemaim. Of the uh, of the ruts in Hashem, because then the person would would, would, uh, would there wouldn't be such blatant. I mean, everybody has inconsistencies. That we're all living with inconsistencies. But Akedekacha wouldn't be so such a strange, you know, inconsistency. But he was makabel this Indian. But you see how strong a Kabbalah is. A person has a Kabbalah so This Indian, there was a Kabbalah, and he, and he lives with it, and and, and it's a certainly for him, even though he, the other things are not good. But it's a that. A person, a person is very much affected uh, when the, when kabbalah samachus is real, and the person and the person is not, and the person is not parikal. So then, the mitzvah, the mitzvahs are also done with unquestioning obedience. In the case of this individual, it's arkadekachti. He doesn't even make the connection between like what's the end of your tefillah with all the other things in your life. Why don't you make that? Why don't you? Why don't you? Uh, Connect your davening with other things in your life. That's an unfortunate situation, but but it's very different. Where there's a kavolus all, and every mitzvah is is something where the person feels this is something that I must do. This you find is very very different by people who are raised in, in, in from families, as opposed to people who are new to to observing mitzvahs, where every mitzvah is like a toss up. I don't know. I'll try if I can. You know, am I ready for it? I will. I, I didn't learn this yet. You know. If you were raised steeped in Yiddishkeit, so then it's not like the mitzvahs. It's not like the mitzvahs are something that are negotiable. These, these are things that we do. These are things that we do. So one of the things that you find, let's say, by a lot of the let's say, go to the chevra that were raised in the yeshivas, even though many of them might be lacking in other things, but but they come out. All of them go to minyan every morning. 
she got the shlapish a month by the chevra that went to yeshivas, came out, all of them go to minion every morning. Regardless of what might be happening during the day. But came out, all of them will be by Tfilah Betzibah. Because, because it's part of the upbringing. And, and it's something which is very, very much, it's very much programmed into who they are. Can you get people, you come to the more modern neighborhoods, so it wasn't such a strong thing with Tfilah Betzibah. So if a guy, like if a guy goes to shul every morning, they're ready, you know, he's going to be the guest of honor, you know, the, he's like, it's unbelievable, he's unbelievable, everybody says, you know, then they, when he dies, they make a hesped, he went to shul every morning, my father said, never met a hesped like that, we my father, like when someone dies, and they said in the hesped that this evening went to shul every morning, my father said to me, he turned to me, I said, that's a hesped, he goes to shul every morning, he says, what kind of a, what kind of a Jew doesn't go to shul every morning? He doesn't it's not like, that's a hesped, they were honoring him, that he goes to shul in the morning. This is, <clears throat> my father said that where he comes from, every single person who went to shul on Shabbos went to shul. The Shabbos men come out. It wasn't there wasn't a, a Shabbos schedule for davening. It was everybody, everybody. That's what it meant to be. It was Kabbalah soul that this is what it means to be a Jew. So that, and the more and you go to more modern areas, it's like uh, wow, he's part of the Shabbos club, and you know, and everybody's like, oh, you know, it's a big thing. It's a great thing. Of course, everything that the Jew does that's good is big and it's great. But as far as I say, Toiv, a person who was not raised with the Kabbalah soul, with the Balit people became firmer over the years. So you have different mitzvahs. Sometimes yes, sometimes no, maybe, I don't know. We'll see how I feel, we'll see what the weather's like. And all of those things are, are because it was never really with the Kabbalah soul. Not by their own fault. It's not, not to blame a person. That's not the point. That's, they were raised differently, but it wasn't with the Kabbalah soul. At some point, with God's help, over time, the person, that might not be a specific day when he was macabre, but at some point, it, you know, clicks in, that there's a, there's a Kabbalah soul. There's a Kabbalah soul. Same thing when it comes to, when it comes to Pesach, and our void of Pesach, if it's not with the Kabbalah soul. It's not, if it's not with the Kabbalah soul, so then it's a, then it's an all, you understand? Then it's a huge all. So if you go to the old, if you go to the old neighborhoods, that, that they were raised steeped in, in this void of Pesach, the same neighborhoods. If you go, if you go wherever, Borough Park, Williamsburg, it's not like they're walking around today saying, I can't believe I can't go to the hotel and we can't afford the hotel. If you ask them, they look like you're at it from outer space. Like you're crazy. It's not like, I don't know, and Pesach, and there was a Kabbalah soul that a Jew keeps Pesach. He said, that's what you do. It's not it's so hard for me, and how am I going to do it, and, and being the whole time nervous, and, and I don't know, and with the kitchen, and this part of the kitchen, and that, and and downstairs and upstairs, and all of that's part of the modern upbringing, not part of the not part of the Heimish or Yiddishkeit. I'm sorry to make these distinctions, but there's no reason to be dishonest, and there's no reason to hide this. The truth, that's just as a Kabbalah soul. That this is how Jews live. We make Pesach. I'm not a hero for making Pesach. Like over here in the na- in the neighborhood, they'll give somebody like a star, and he'll walk around like like the president wears an American thing. I made Pesach. Everybody says I made Pesach. It's a big knocky. You made Pesach. That's what a Jew's supposed to do: is make Pesach. I didn't go to the hotel this year, the first time, and, and since some bas mitzvah, bar mitzvah, I didn't go to the hotel. I made Pesach, and I therefore I should, I should be getting all kinds of accolades. And, 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 and well, yeah, you made Pesach. Chancho makes Pesach. That's who, you, that's who you are. You're supposed to make Pesach. The people, people that are going away for Pesach, I'm not talking about exceptions. I'm not talking about people going to their family because of, you know, to, to be together with Mishpach. But I'm talking about people, people want to go to get away. Uh, you understand that, Chilu. 
So that, that's a chiddush. That's strange. So why is that more? Why are you going to find that more? It's creeping into flappish also. I'm not saying it's not in flappish, but if you go to the real Heimish uh, Olam, it's not. It's 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 bizarre. They look at it as bizarre. If you go to the real Heimish Olam to go away for Pesach, cutting the wood, they're going to eat from someone else's food. On Pesach, you eat somebody else's food. Not just somebody else. A guy. <laughs> not not a not a Jew. A guy made it. Yeah, there's somebody with a beard sitting in the corner eating jelly beans. But a guy that's the Mashgiach. But a guy but a guy is the one who but a guy is the one who made it. The guy's got his when you go to the hotel, it's the guy. You understand? It's the mystery. You know what I'm saying? It's the mystery. It's the mystery that's got his hands in the food, it's the mystery. You eat at home, it's your mother it's your mother. It's a Yiddish mama. It's your mother that has her hands in the food. That's it. Yeah, it, it, it's bechilik. It's not Kabbalah also. I, I made Pesach this year. What did you have to do to make Pesach this year? Don't ask what I went, what I did, what I struggled. I went to the grocery. I, I had to buy lining for the counter. I had to line my refrigerator. No, no. This is what Jews do. It only becomes not like that where there's no Kabbalah all. So when you're living in a neighborhood where there's no Kabbalah all of what it means to be a Jew, so then Pesach is kefela. Ma avoid as I was talking about. Ma avoid as I was talking about. It's not avoid. The Chacham's not asking ma avoid as I was talking about. He wants to learn. He's learning Haggadah. He's enjoying. He's excited about Pesach. He's, he doesn't get destroyed by it. It doesn't overwhelm him. What's he going to do and how's he going to manage? It's what I always talk about that the level of comfort with being a firm person. And it's not easy for someone who was raised where, where it was not the Kabbalah's all. Where everything was maybe yes, maybe no. So what the Rebbe is explaining here is Kabbalah's all is not only not to do an Aveyor. It's, really it's not only not to slip into an Aveyor. It's also when it comes to Asay Toif, to doing mitzvahs. The person doesn't feel overwhelmed and overburdened. It's hard. So Kabbalah's all is what I have to do. That's what I do. There's a package that's called a Yid. And that package includes Pesach and Tzila B'tzibah. It's part of the package. Everything's included. It's okay. There are madragas of how to do it with what kavan is and madragas, but that's all madragas. But to go to shul in the morning, to make a yontiv, is that? It's a kabbalah. That's a kabbalah. So that's not. It's not. It's not a negotiate. It's not something that's negotiated every yontiv. And, and have to have husband and wife have to sit from, you know, from Yom Kippurim Zad, Yom Kippurim Habarlein of Al to decide what to be doing Pesach. The big question: What's going to be Pesach? And then send the Rabbi Shalom sister worried: What's going to, what are they going to decide Pesach this year? You make Pesach, not make Pesach. The four thousand dollar program or the forty thousand dollar program: What's going to be this year? This Kabbalah This is how we live every year. Every day, this is what it means. By the Zehu Samira, the Nechlav is a Gamkin in Vasei Toiv. Included in Kabbalah's soul is what? Vasei Toiv. Doing the right things. We're not talking about how you feel about them. Those are all Madragas. But doing what you're supposed to do? Vasei Toiv, Hainu, Lasa is Kolmashnit Stavim. Lasa is Kolmashnit Stavim. To do whatever the Rebbein Shalom told you to do. Kol ma'ashinet stava. What you were told to do. Zel shekosuf. 
That's what it says, Soif Dov at the end of Kahalas. Soif Dov HaKal Nishma. Shalom El says at the end. At the end of the hardest and most painful Soif in the whole Tanakh. Shalom El says, Soif Dov. The Soif Dov. It's like when you, it's like the Aedis, they say the bottom of a star, you know, the, the Aedis. Soif Dov. The, the, the last word, Soif Dov. He says both. To be God-fearing. So you would think that maybe that just keeps you from a virus. But the says, When the person lives with a safe daughter, the whole safe of is... The safe of of course, is, a, is an unbelievable mulchama. But the Saif Dava of Saif Kahalas, and, and ultimately why it was allowed into Tanakh. Because as you know, there was a big diyun. There was a debate whether or not Kahalas should be part of Tanakh, whether it should be part of Kisra Kaidish. There are things in there there are things in there that are, are very, very hard to understand and hard to believe that it comes from Shlomo Malach. In the end at the end, Kahalas is redeemed by the final Pasik. Saif Dov HaKal Nishma At the end, Saif Dov HaKal After everything has been heard Eselokim Yireh Fear God And keep His mitzvahs That means that What Shlomo is saying is that Shlomo is saying like this Look, you think you're so smart I'm smarter than you Right? You think you have problems and questions and kashas Any kash that you ever had in your life Shlomo says, I had a kash Much bigger kash because I'm much smarter than you. I have much bigger kashas. So then you want to know how come I'm at tzaddik with all of my kashas. You look at me, you see I'm at tzaddik. Because the safe door of my life is So I have kashas. You just read about them. The whole safe is filled with these things. The whole safe. If you'd say it in, the, it in yeshiva, they throw you out. Shonal says in Kahalas. And at the end... Saif Dava Hakal Nishma Asalakim Yirei Vesmitzvayis of Shema Kizak Kol HaAdam Kizak Kol HaAdam Kizak Kol HaAdam That's the whole person Kabbal Samach HaShemayim Asalakim Yirei Vesmitzvayis of Shema So I have kashas, you have kashas There are times there are certain problems, doubts, whatever But the ik is Asalakim Yirei Kabbal Samach HaShemayim Yir Asalakim Asalakim Yirei Vesmitzvayis of Shema and that's also a mitzvah of Shemar. You have a kasha, you don't understand why it's like this, why not like that. Whereas mitzvah of Shemar is a kol That's the entire person. Like I mentioned many times over the years that I heard from Rav Salvesh, he said, he said that, that you see that the Rambam at the very, at the very beginning of, the, of, of Mishnah Torah, the Rambam asks the big question. The big question of how is it that God knows what you're going to do and you still have free choice? That's the big, that's the big question. You know how many times you know you, you you meet somebody who's having he says you know I have this problem and he thinks that no one ever thought of this. He'll say, so it's, what's the, what's 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 going on? He says, I have this question. It's what is it? How could God? You know, and he, he was machad. There's such a thing that he thought of this kasha. So the Rambam had this kasha too. The Rambam had this kasha, and the Rambam writes it. The Rambam said the Rambam felt he shouldn't have written it, right? The Rambam says, "Why do you have to write it? Simple tools don't need to see this kasha." The Rambam writes the kasha. How could it be? 
That's a, and it's a question of what he writes afterwards. Is that a terrorist or is he saying that there is no terrorist? That's also there's a machlokes of how to understand what the Ram writes. The Ram says God has a different way of thinking, right? That's what Ram says. I don't think this. God doesn't think the same way people think. So don't try to understand God's way of thinking with that way of thinking. It's not a, a, it's a terrorist. It's a, but Rav Salvezik said, but it's interesting how after Rambam, after Rambam wrote that, basically the big cash, and he said, I don't really know what the answer is. He wrote the rest of Mishnah Torah after that. He, kept, he was still in the Elohim after that. The Rambam wrote the rest of Mishnah Torah, which means a million halachas of being a Jew. So He continued with the rest of Mishnah Torah. After the Kasha. After the Kasha. Because that's Kabbalah Samach Shemaim. And I remember what Soloveshik said, he, he was he was very uh, annoyed. He was saying about how they were making a they were making a uh, a big gathering someplace. I don't remember where it was because it was the Rambam it was uh, four hundred years uh, eight hundred years since the Rambam wrote Mishnah Torah. They were making a uh, a big Convention of professors, uh, someplace. Uh, yeah, it was nice. So, uh, uh, you know, this, uh, my man used to give to give uh, lectures on on on, on my man So that so Solvechik said, I didn't know that he died. <laughs> <laughs> no one told me that the Rambam is left. this? He said. I remember him saying, because they invited him. Who were they? Of course, they invited Solvechik, who's the biggest expert in the world in, in my so, so he says, Kaidim calls Maimonides, is the Rambam, even though the school is called Maimonides, but he called it Rambam. The, 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 and he says, I didn't know that he died. This is a beautiful thing he said. I didn't know that he died. He said, the Rambam is alive and well. Well, by the professors, he said, the Rambam died. By the professors. And he said that all these professors are going to talk about he says watch he said all the professors are going to talk about are the two first parts of the Mar but they're not going to talk about the third Chaliyah of Mar that's the that's the Rav said they're going to all they're going to, you'll see and of course it was true all the papers and all the lectures are going to be on the first two parts of Mar not the third Chaliyah you know why because in the third Chaliyah the Rav says by the way if any of the stuff that I said in the first two don't make any sense just be an Elohiyah he says just keep it just because God told you to that's what he says at the end he says, all the stuff that I was talking about, all the philosophy, if it's not for you, forget it. It's all right. Just, uh, just keep me. Just put on film, down and do your post. That's what the Ram says. The whole third chalik is, is, is the frumest book in the world. The professors don't like that. The professors like the first two volumes, the first two sections of Mount of Uchum, say, oh, the philosophy in Aristotle. That's what they want to talk about. That frees them up from keeping mitzvahs, you understand? Because then they can give their lectures without yarmulkes. But but the, and the Rav said they're not going to talk about the third chelik of Ram. The third chelik the Rav says the Rav said that's my favorite chelik. Even though he knew the first two sections there, but the third chelik he said oh the third chelik is that the Rambam is the Rabbi there he's the Rabbi, he's the Rosh Hashiv he's the Rabbi in the third chelik. It's Kabbal Samach Hashem. So that Tzadikim live. They ask questions. The Rambam didn't ask questions. The Rambam didn't say such things. The Rambam said many many startling things. The Rambam was a tzaddik yisoid oilam and not even masig the. The toenail of the Rambam is a, the Rambam is a Kabbalah Samach Shavayim Kashas like the Balshant of Akkadah used to say that, and I've mentioned many times in Shul that's what we say first you say Enkelakeda Enkadaneinu that's Kabbalah Samach Shavayim then you say Mikelakeda you could ask Kashas 
Then you could ask me kelakin, me kadenenu. But first you say en kelakin, en kadenenu, en kemayshienu. It's only the Baruch Hashem. There's nothing else. Only God. Then you want to talk in Lambdas. Then you could ask me kelakin, me kadenenu. Then you could start to talk and learning. But it only is after there's a kabbalas amachus shemayim. En kelakin, en kadenenu. That's how you'd lose. That's how a person lives. Soif davar salakim yirevis mitzvah. I call nishma and salakim yirevis mitzvah. Shema kizeh kol haadam shayikahu. The Ikka, the Ikka is Yira, to be God-fearing. Yira, which means Kabbalah Salmach HaShemah, Mir Salakim. And there was just saying, Shai Vezei Davka, Sumerah, Vaasei Tai Bepal Mamash. Through Yira Salakim, Kabbalah Sal, the person will be both Sumerah, will stay away from things that God told him don't do, and Vaasei Tai Bepal Mamash, and he'll do the things Bepal Mamash, not just theoretically. Not just, I should daven, I should learn, I should keep mitzvahs, I should do this. But the pile of mamish. But this Kabbalah Salmachal Shemaim and this years of the Kim, then the person will, then the person will, will do the, will do the mitzvahs I say, not just theoretically, but it will be the pile of mamish. It will be Lamaisa. You want to say something about? Um... Maybe I'm looking too much into it. The EF sharp bilodo is very stark. And we know we're the generations, meaning those that do mitzvah shloy lishma. And is this not a, a condemnation of anybody that doesn't reach that pinnacle or that even touches that that level of uh, of being margish the oral key? And how many of us do that? And there's still schar mitzvah shloy lishma. I agree with you. I think you're looking too much into it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that I, I don't think that the Rebbe is saying that here. That Ef Shabbalat the Klal, I think the Rebbe is saying very, very, very direct. Very, very he's being in this whole in this whole section of Kuntus Avodah. He he is saying this for Amcha Beis Yisrael. He's saying this for the simple, plain, regular Yidden, not for the big. Not for the big uh, masculine among the chassidim. He's saying it. V'ef shabalada klal. I think all he wants is to. I, I and I, I, I'm saying this because I think that we shouldn't be mafalful dafke. We should say the Rebbe wants to say very clearly and very stark, like you said. Ef shabalada klal. Period. Ef shabalada klal. That you are not a Jew and you can't function as a Jew. Not talking about chilukim adregis, without basic. Without basic Yerushalayim, I don't think he's. I don't believe that there's anything here that's lishma, not lishma, this way, that way. Ef shabalada klal. He wants to be very clear and straightforward. Yeah. Now there's parentheses. The Rebbe Hashab is famous for parentheses for his parentheses. Uh, here we're, we're, we're spared uh, uh, the longer. Parentheses in his in his mamar, for instance, in his Maimer B'shalshik Dimu, which is three volumes each one, each volume with around seven hundred pages. It's one Maimer. I told this to you in Tafresh Amit. The Rebbe the Rebbe Hashab said one Maimer, one Maimer that's 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 over two thousand pages long. One Maimer. He said he began on Rosh Hashanah. He said it, he continued the Maimer every single Shabbos and every single Yantiv with the same Mahalach, the same Machshava, and he applied it to every Shabbos and every Yantiv. And it's it's uh, three big volumes, Bashar Sheikh Dimu. It's called. It, it, that, that's 
Yeah. I, I never finished that. It was like two-thirds years ago with somebody, but he has the parentheses. There are 12 pages parentheses. <laughs> There's a parenthesis. And then you... And you're waiting for that list, you know. <laughs> and it's pages later. 12, 12 more pages later. And it was all. And then he gets back to the Indian. Because he had, he had a, a, he was a genius. And they called him the Rambam Chassidus. He was in, and he held machshavas like this. He had machshavas that were, and sometimes you find by the Rashab that he has parentheses, and in the parentheses there are, there are brackets. And then he has in the brackets that are in the parentheses, parentheses. That's how he wrote the Mamar. That he had machshavas like that. So it's a, so it's a whole question to you. First, when you first learn it, do you skip the parentheses, or do you learn the parentheses? It's a whole thing with our shop. It's very hard. The Mithra Rabbi also had a little bit like that. They had a lot of links in their writing. That's how you know, the internet allows you to underline something, go into another page, and go yeah. to another page. Okay, so it's like parentheses that the... the yeah, you, you, could, you could go in. You want, you'll hear a whole Torah on that word. Oh, you mean when it's underlined something, and then you it press that a, button, it goes into and then it goes into the other Indian. Yeah. So it's less confusing. You don't see it on the page in front right. of you. right. right. Yeah, so I guess this must be before internet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> must be before. No, but the mind is the same thing. It's just another way to express it. Yeah, that, that's so. probably less confusing like that. Yeah, yeah. But the but uh, but this wasn't with a computer. This was a person's exactly. brain. He could do it without it. Right. He used to say, Rav Zevin described. Rav Zevin was a chassid of the Rav and he describes what it was like. How the Rav used to say Mamarim. What it was like. He said, how he said in Maimer. How the Rav would, would stand in one place with his eyes closed and would say Maimah for seven, eight hours without moving. He said Maimah, he said in the meantime they were seeing him coming and going. Yeah. Different groups were coming and going. They had to go, they had people had things. And the Rebbe Shah would stand and would say the Maimah and it would be straight, seven, eight, seven, eight hours. I mean, they say even longer, but uh, he had to stop for davening, different things, and they yeah. may have stopped yeah. for davening. But he had a, he had a machshava from one Rosh Hashanah to the following Rosh Hashanah. And he just had to stop for, to live. But it was one mahalach. It was one mahalach. One thing. Thousands of pages. Bishal Sheikh Dima. Very, very, very hard. Very hard mind. And you're wondering at the end, how is this going to possibly fit into Pasha's, you know, Achrei Mais? And then, and then you see, and he starts, he takes you with the Achrei Mais. And then you don't, when you're learning that for that Pasha, Achrei Mais, you say, it doesn't. There's no other parsha. Everything is achrei mice. This whole maim is just achrei mice. And then, and then, and then it comes to kedushim. So it can't. It can be. And then, he, and then you, then you go into kedushim. There was no. And there's no other parsha. The whole maim is just this parsha. That's how it is. And when he ends each one, it sounds like it's finished and it's done. And there's nothing else to talk about. And then you turn the page, and it begins the next parsha. Ubehemshich inyan, and he goes behemshich inyan. And this is what he was saying all year. This inyan. This in, that's the kind of a mind. See here, it's just a tiny little taste of the parentheses that the Rashab is famous for. How is it recorded? Hmm? How is it recorded? He wrote it? He, uh, the, he, oh, the Shashi, did, did he write that with his own Ksavyad? I, you know, I think so. I'm pretty sure it was his own Ksavyad. I don't know if it's transcribed. I'm pretty sure it was his Ksavyad. Not 100% sure. There's, there's a lot. You know, in Chabad, we have uh, there's lots and lots of stuff. Chabad is a lot. But the Rashab was a prolific a prolific writer, prolific writer. Yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of things. I don't have all of his. Uh, there's a lot, there's a lot. Mo- most of it is Ksavyad. <coughs> most of it is his own writing. 
so in the parentheses, the Ahava who Ba'ayv de Hashem. This Midah, you see, he explains in Nunbeis. Look in Nunbeis, in the parish, he explains. The Sograyim Eila, in these parentheses, Yevar Ech She'inyin Ahava Lashem. The, the, the Rebbe stops here for a moment and he, and he just said something. He just said that Yiras Elokim is the source of both uh, of both Sumera and Asay Toiv. Now we know traditionally, and the Ramban says this in other Mufashim, we usually associate Yira with Sumera and what? Ahava with Asay Toiv. And that's the usual connection that we have from the Rishonim. Yira prevents us from doing bad things and Ahava motivates us, love of God motivates us to do the positive misses, good things. So that's why the Rebbe feels that he just wants to explain over here, because he just said something. He said that Yerushalayim is the source of both uh, Sumeira and Asaytayv. So, <coughs> so that causes us to wonder. That's not the usual way it's explained. So that's what he explains in the Peshach. <laughs> The, what the, what the Rebbe is explaining is that Ahava, what the Rishonim talk about Ahava as being the source of a Seitaif, he says Ahava is the source of a Seitaif, it's true, in terms of Madregas and a Seitaif. You hear Avram, this is the, in Madregas of a Seitaif, the more you love God, the more fiery, the more passionate is your a Seitaif. But to get up and to do the basic a Seitaif, just to get up in the morning and to do what you have to, that doesn't come, he says, Mahava. That's not the Makur. The Makur of Basic, bare bones observance is not ahav. Ahav is madregis. How much you love God, how passionate your mitzvahs are. But to get up and to actually just to get into the parish of doing the mitzvah, that the Rashab says is yiras alakim. That's that's yiras Hashem. That's kabbalas al malchus It's not ahav. You don't have to love God in order to be an observant Jew. You don't have to love God. That's what he says. Love of God, which of course one of the mitzvahs is we learned a lot in the Chabur, but but a person can still be an observant Jew, even though he doesn't he might not love God. We're the living proof of that. A person that might not feel an, an average person might not feel a love of God doesn't even know what that is. What do you mean? I don't know. Love him. I never met him. I know he means to love. But he still observes mitzvahs. How could that be? So I was explaining that. Ahava is not the source of basic asaytayv. Ahava is the source of madregis nasaytayv. Of levels of asaytayv. But basic asaytayv, that's your asalakim. It's a very important nakuda. Yeah. Ahava Hashem certainly lifts a person up above the chumiyas the physical, uh, the physical coarseness of this world and brings it to higher madragas, there's no question. Ahava brings a person to higher levels of Avadis Hashem. But just to be an observant Jew and to keep the mitzvahs that you're supposed to keep, that you don't have to be in love with God. But you have to fear Him. You have to have Yerasalakim. You have to be an Elohim. So you can give a lot of speeches about uh, about Ahavas Hashem and all kinds of madrigas, and you can say all kinds of beautiful things in the Swam, but if you don't have Yosel the Kim, you know, that doesn't mean you need to do the mitzvahs. doesn't mean you need to do any mitzvahs. Doing the mitzvah, but Paul Mamish, physically getting yourself to Shul, physically getting yourself to Pesach, 
physically getting yourself to do any mitzvah is a matter of yasalakim. Love is something that's madragas. Love is also something that sometimes is strong, sometimes it's not. So that means you'll sometimes do the mitzvah, sometimes you won't do the mitzvah. I mean, that's not, you know, that's not, the, the, that's not the program. The program is Kabbalah Salmachus Shemayim. Ahav is madragas and ahav madragas. He says, Shakiyam Amitzvah is the Amidikluk of the Certainly, that you, the way that you keep a mitzvah depends on Ahava. The way that you keep a mitzvah. That it should be, that it should be with emotion and with caring, and you should be very, very meticulous in every detail of That's true. Very, very careful with everything. That has to do with more levels of Ahava. But, but just to do the mitzvah that you're supposed to do, but Paul Mamish, that's Yerusalem. Just to do the mitzvah, that's Yerusalem. That's what the Rebbe puts in parentheses now. Back on top. The Ahava who be'oiv de Hashem. Yeah, Ahava. Ahava is a madragon oiv de Hashem. People oiv de Hashem, Ahava. The Gamma may not oiv de Hashem. Ain't the Shaykh, Mikol Mokam, Lakim, Hamitzis, Lassumi, Rabbi, say type of pile. So that explains. Ahava. One's keeping basic mitzvahs. Doing the mitzvahs he's supposed to do and not doing a virus do not, does not depend on a havas Hashem. The poil. Obviously, if a person does not have a havas Hashem, then he's missing a, a feeling of closeness and attachment and cleaving in dveikas. And he's not the kind of mitzvah of yahavas Hashem That's true. That doesn't mean he's not going to put on tefillin. And not only that, Ahavaz Hashem is not necessary in order to put on tefillin. Ahavaz Hashem is necessary to feel advekas when putting on tefillin. But to put on tefillin is U.S. Elikim. Kabbalah's all. Omimeilam is gabba by hachumriyas v'gasas ha-nefesh ha-bahamas. Therefore you can find a person who's observant of mitzvahs. And he also has a strong nefesh ha-bahamas. He's about taiva. You know, he hasn't cured the problem. He hasn't he hasn't cured the problem of of uh, of his basic physical tithes, his nature, his physical nature. He's not davuk Hashem, he's not cleaving to God, he doesn't he doesn't daven or keep mitzvahs necessarily with chiyas. That's all part of Ahavaz Hashem. So he could still be a very, very coarse physical type of a guy. Even though even though he's observant of mitzvahs, because the observance of mitzvahs, the source of one's observance of mitzvahs, the poil, is not Ahavaz Hashem. It's Yerushalakim. It's being a God-fearing Jew. A person who has basic Yerushalakim, Yerushalakim, he's a person who's God-fearing. Even though he's still Chayri Vagas. As the Rebbe says, this guy is, uh, is keeping Torah mitzvahs, but he's, of course, he's physical. He, you know, with eating and with other things, you know, tithes, he's, uh, he's into the world. He's into this world. How could they be together? He's observant of mitzvahs, and he's also chaymri v'gaz. The Territ says that he has a basic kabbalah, salmachu shamami, zirei shamayim, to do what he's supposed to do. Aye, what about madregas? Being more ruchnistic, more spiritual. He's not there yet. 
obviously that the Ratzon Hashem is that we should come to both of these things. But basic, the pile to keep mitzvahs, the pile that doesn't require that you be in love with God. It doesn't mean a person could be talking about how much he loves God and he still feels like Pesach's impossible for me. Whereas another person who doesn't say he's in love with God is just a Yerusha mind. Pesach's very much within his reach. He's okay. doesn't have to go running around looking, you know, looking for things. Pesach, again, it's Yerusha mind. Even though this person, you'll say, I don't see, I don't see him davening like with fire. I don't see him singing l'chadaydi. He's looking, in, he's, he's looking in some parashas a shavuah thing l'chadaydi. But but he still seems to be on board when it comes to to tefillah and to making pesach. He seems to be on board. And you can get another person who's who's you know who's uh, who's l'chadaydi is you know b'keirikim. You know, he's screaming, yelling his l'chadaydi. But you can't get the guy for a minion. He can't get him a minion, but he comes when he comes to Shul, he makes a whole tumult. But you can't get him to be part of the program. You can't get him to learn and to come to the Seder and learning. But you see him Simchas Taira, Simchas he always comes. You see him Simchas Taira, Purim, it's labor it's jumping, it's like. But to come every day, day in day out, that's Kabbalah Samachashan. It's not a haven. It's not a haven. The person can tell you how much he loves God and how spiritual he is. And he's so spiritual, but he still says he Pesach is too hard for him. But I thought you're so spiritual. Yeah, I know, but uh, Brillo was not spiritual. You understand? Because that's Brillo's Kabbalah Samachashamayim. Burning out stoves and ovens, that's Kabbalah Samachashamayim. It's not spiritual. You feel spiritual. What kind of spiritual? It's Kabbalah Samachashamayim. You do what you're supposed to do. That's your Shemayim. That's the Rebbe saying. To get the person to do what's right, the poil mamish, lemaiser, that's Yerushalayim. Madragis and how you do it, spirituality, that's say that's in that's ahava. But you see that ahava does not necessarily get the person dominion. It's interesting. You look at these two people. You see one guy; he seems to be like not motivated at all in his Yerushalayim, but he but he's havens every day and he does what he's supposed to. Even though he doesn't look like he's, you know, like he's into it. You get another person who's got, he's crying, he's got his, you know, he's, he's carrying his, uh, you know, Shlomo Kalabach CDs, and he's got his, he's got his uh, Meshiloachs, and he's carrying on his, in his knapsack, you know, uh, mikvah water from the Lubavitcher Rebbe or something. He's got every, he's got all the, he's got all the equipment, you know, all the Ahavaz Hashem, he's got, he bought the package, the Ahavaz Hashem package. But the guy, you know, you come there, it's, where's, where's, uh, uncle, he's not here, he's davening. And you go and he's sleeping there. His neighbor has got his, all of his Kalabach tapes and all of his, you know, his Tanya and his Lukatimaran's fell down from the bed. And there's Shluth, he's lying there sleeping. He said, Kumla, this Abayra, get up and serve God. Well, doesn't feel Ahava. It's very hard to feel Ahava when you're in bed. Yerusalakim. Yerusalakim. That's what gets the person. Yerusalakim. No, Ireland doesn't want to hear these things. They don't want to hear this stuff. This is not. This is not what sells CDs. You understand? This is not. This is not going to sell CDs. What sells CDs is the Ahava, poetry, and all the good stuff. And you know that I'm not a misnag to any of those things. Not the mikvah water from the But other than that, I'm not a misnag because the people are making money off simple tools like that. But I'm not a misnagit to, to any of the Ruchnistik things for Ket. I, I, I'm in love with all those things. But Yerasa Lukim is what gets a person to pile mamish. It gets you to yeshiva. It gets you to shul. 
It gets you it gets you to sit down with your kid and, and, and learn with your kid, to do homework with your kid. It gets you to talk in the right way to your wife. You have the most ruchnistic person. It's a guy, a guy screaming and hollering at his wife, and she says, "What happened to what happened to your dveikas b'shem that luchadoyis?" So no, yell at her about that too. Don't start with my luchadoyis. There's nothing to do with this. There's not. You're right. There's nothing to do with this. Your luchadoyis has nothing to do with your midas. That's a tragedy. Tzadik never said there can never be bad tzadik. The chadoidi has everything to do with his midas. But by this person, he could scream by the chadoidi and yell by the chadoidi, and then then ten minutes later, he could be screaming and yelling at his wife by the table because she she forgot to bring his trina or something for the Shabbos table. And he could be screaming right after the chadoidi comes home. He's give a shy. My trina, where's my chumas? Or whatever you got the wrong filter fish. I like Benzies. You got A and B. You know. And so, the same guy that was well, chadoidi, the chadoidi, the screaming. It's not. Because it doesn't, one has nothing to do with the other. Kavolos al malchus shemaim. Therefore, you find a person that is chadaydi is not because of broken necessarily. Chadaydi was a quiet chadaydi, but he was in shul on time. He was in shul on time. You have people that they're always, they're always like running into shul late. You ever see such people? That the same people, they don't walk into shul late. They run as if there was like something happened, like there's an eyeness. And they run into shul, but always late. It's not kabbalah shalmachus shemayim. Kabbalah shalmachus shemayim doesn't mean that you're running late. Kabbalah shalmachus shemayim means that you're walking early. You understand? You walk into shul early, not that you're running in. You feel they fly in. Also, the the big lachadaydis lookers, they run into shul, but it's always late. The kabbalah shalmachus shemayim yidden, they walk into shul early. Watch what I'm saying. Pay attention in, in your own life and in, in our lives. The Kabbalah Samach Shaman Yidin walk to shul early. The the Ahava Yidin, the big Ahava Yidin, they run to shul late. It's an interesting thing. I'm not, it's not, I'm not saying a cloud. Of course I'm not crazy. It's not cloud. Because everybody has a day like this and like that. But I'm saying a certain type. There's a certain type like that. You didn't find by the you don't find by the Alti and by the old Jews that they're that they're screeching, turning corners, <laughs> late to get the shul, and they walk in and it's already yistabach. You don't see that bechlau by the Alti. No, you don't see, it. and you didn't see it on them when they were younger either. Because I remember 30, 40 years ago, you didn't see it on them. Last minute, breathless, coming to the shul, you know, by by yistabach, just to make baruch. You didn't see it. Walk to shul. Not to drive slowly to shul, park your car, you have time to say to somebody a couple of words. You walk in, still before davening. It's Kabbalah Salmachshim, they're doing that for 50 years, 60 years. The same, you could, you could check your watch. You could set your watch by those you... The other ones that are running in and coming and it's this and that, and they're all excited, and then they start to... Ding, and they make a tumult and everybody around them has to move away because it's like a whole <laughs> storm around them. That's not it. It's not. I'm not saying. They're not saying the person's not not honest. It's not. A, he's he's a sincere person. But it's without kabbalas al-machshamayim. Kabbalas al-machshamayim. Kabbalas al-machshamayim means that unless God forbid something happened or something's wrong, means every day. Kabbalas. This is what I have to do. Kabbalas al-machshamayim. This is what I do. This is what I do. It's a schedule. It's a say that there's a there's a way of life of being a Jew. That's what it means. I, but you look at that same person, 
And you can see that he's like that. He doesn't that he has he's about taiva. And he's not into things as much as the Ayhev Hashem, the one who seems to be because that's not that's not a question, that's not a question. It's true that Ahabas Hashem brings a person to higher Madragas of refinement and of and of Dvaikas Hashem. That's true. And Yiras Hashem is what brings you to do the mitzvahs Papal Mamish, the basic mitzvahs the basic Papal Mamish. To get you to, to, to keep the mitzvahs the way you're supposed to. The Nisa the Dvarim the Nisa the Dvarim the Taivasetta. Next page effort. That's why this person can get involved, even though even though he was Makabal Mahashamaim. Even though he doesn't have uh, he's not with Ahavas Hashem, he could still he could still do things that you know sometimes the Taivas Hatter, not talking about Avayus, but Taivas Hatter, because he likes to eat a lot and not doing Avayus because he's he's Makabal Mahashamaim. But but he, he's about Taiv. He's he's very coarse and physical. He likes he likes to eat a lot and and he's very much in this world. But he doesn't do Avayus and he does the mitzvahs he's supposed to do. But he's still a very physical person because. To refine oneself, that you know, eating is an avoid and so on. That's already a havas Hashem. This person is not in that place of a havas Hashem. But yirasulakim, means he's only going to eat things that are muta to eat. He's not going to eat things that are asa to eat. Kemar chayin ain leishum chiyasulaki beisek torah became a mitzvah. So this guy in his in his learning torah and his kima mitzvah, he might, it might not be with with much enthusiasm. He does what he's supposed to do. He's a but it might not be with much enthusiasm. Now he has here's a little example. He has a parenthesis that's still in it. We're still in the parentheses, and then you see there's a bracket also in the parentheses. So he says, the So he goes. He explains this. He explains this. What, what was that? He says the, the bowling alley. <laughs> I expected it to be. <laughs> yeah. A, there was, you remember there was a school BTA? You ever hear of BTA? So there was a, it's famous for a lot of funny chaver in BTA. I had friends of mine there. They, they closed it down eventually. But it was a. Uh, huh? It's in the place where Shalomas Yeah, that's where Shalomas is, the bill. So, um, they had a friend there. The guys were telling me when I was there. I just I had a lot of chaver from BTA. They were all funny guys. They're very geschmack chaver. So, uh, they, they told me, they were telling us how they had. They had a teacher that was. Um, they had a teacher that that uh, that that Nebuch was uh, was hard of hearing. His teacher didn't hear. I, don't know, I was able to teach, but and they and the class the class was in the building there. There were some rooms where it was like this. The room was like on a elevated thing like that. So they they used to like have this thing that they would have they they would take these like like I don't know if it was a bowling ball but they would do stuff like that and they would start off like one side of the room and and it would build up and the guys were waiting till it, he didn't hear anything until it would finally like crash into the wall and it was like this excitement to see when the when the when the rabbi or the teacher would would would, would finally notice it because everybody else was shaking the whole time because it was going boom 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 and the rabbi was just going on and then it would only when it smashed into the wall then the rabbi would say what who did that what who did that <laughs> That's that's how he used to be in yeshivas, and you see, and everybody came out to keeping mitzvahs and being elachid. <coughs> My children always said that we had so much. It sounds like that you had so much more fun than we have. It's true. We had we had a lot of it was. He's on the of a lot of things too. Yeah. She so says, 
This person, he might not have in his, he, he doesn't do wrong things, he does, he does what he's supposed to do, he might not have a chiz. He doesn't have a chiyas in, in his Eisek Torah. It's not a fire with his Eisek Torah and his learning and his davening. Another Rebbe explains, Zemash Kosh B'Sefer Beit Shabbanim U'Bilad Abliya Habas Hashem Ein Lein Kim Amiti Kim Kem Ve'emes What the Alter Rebbe explains in Tanya is that the person's keeping mitzvahs but without a Habas Hashem the mitzvahs are not really, really, really with passion. That's true. They're not passionate. But that's not the source of keeping a mitzvah. The source of keeping a mitzvah is Yerushalakim. The source of not doing a virus is Yerushalakim. That's already late. That's that. We'll continue, Bezushan, after uh, after the